Ms. B. What's going on, April? How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm tired, girl, but it's all right. I know we said we weren't going to do any more post-work pods, but you're a busy woman. I am a busy woman. Yeah, yeah. And if we want to get the people to content on time. Yeah, testing out this uh, empty nester's life or fake empty nester, fake empty as someone nest. called me today. Mm-hmm. yeah because your baby's at a like a summer camp type thing but not really mm-hmm. yeah it's a summer program so he's away and then the girl's away and the parents are trying to play mm-hmm. but we got to work first yes and how are you coping with this fatigue this evening uh tequila <laughs> yes extra anijo please <laughs> actually but that's okay i'll wait till we get off because i'm a sleepy drunk <laughs> Well, Ms. Dina, so um, you and I have talked recently, and we said we always have more fun when we bring in another voice. Yeah. And I thought that it would be great to bring in your homegirl. My bestie. My person. Hello, hello, hello. So welcome back to the pod, Miss. What you want us to call you, sis? Um, Coach Kenji would be fantastic. Oh, Coach Kenji. Oh, that's her IG handle. She what can be you, found. What are you coaching as? I am in the process of uh, becoming a life coach. So oh, girl, yes, whatever it is talk. you need. Yes, whatever you need. I got you. Trying to level up, trying to do better. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what oh, I'm yeah. doing. Coach Kenji, I like it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Kenji with the J. Yes, with the J-I-E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we spoke to Kenji. How long ago has it been? Was it last year? Maybe even a year before. It's been so, a minute. Kenji is Dina's best friend. So when we did our best friends episode, it was a we had us a little foursome. The whole mm. Kiki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad to have you back, sis. Glad to have you back. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So one thing, the reason why I wanted um Dina you to invite Kenji was because I've just been observing many people in our age group are experiencing the same thing right now. And that thing is our children growing up. Which is kind of crazy. There is so many of us becoming empty nesters. Like, like when we were younger, it seemed like it was an old person thing, right? Like that happened. But now it's like, oh, shit. We the old people. (laughs) How do we get here so fast? So fast. It seems like life is just like, you just go through the motions and the next thing you know, you done Mm -hmm. had kids and then they done grown up and they about to leave. Right. Yeah. Right. And they grown and, or like you said, almost grown and doing their own thing. So So my child has graduated college and is 25 and moved back home. And Dina, yours are? 20, almost 21. And 16. And where are they, what are they doing in life right so, now? So uh, rising senior in college and rising junior in high school. Mm-hmm. And Kanji? Um, my daughter is 20, turning 21. She's a rising senior in college. Okay. And my son DJ is a rising um, 
senior in high school. He's 17. So I have two graduations next year. Two class of 23 folks. Oh, wow. That's going to be a busy June. Cha-ching. And expensive. And expensive. (laughs) You having two parties? Well, we are literally working all of that out. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So we'll do one in Atlanta for Hannah's graduation. Then we'll do a Maryland one for the sun. So, but yeah, lots of caps, gowns, senior pictures, all of that. The graduations are, are how far apart are they? Um, let's say Hannah's is in May, I want to say. a month. And then, and then DJ's is in June. So good, it'll good. be active. It'll be a busy, busy time, but wow. it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And so when I asked about this, I was really thinking about you know, well, Dina, you've taken your son already on some college tours mm-hmm. and your oldest is about to graduate from college mm-hmm. and your oldest is about to graduate from college. So I really was thinking, you know, how do we, how do we prepare for this stuff? And, you know, what happens next? But you threw a whole nother little aspect into it, which yeah. I think is kind of more important because for me, it was something I wasn't considering, which is how your relationships with your kids change as they get closer to or more into adulthood. Hmm. And see, that was where my, when we started talking about this, that was kind of where my mind automatically, yeah, that was where Mm -hmm. it, it was partially that, but also how we have to change our parenting styles Mm -hmm. as they go through that. I like that topic better. So <laughs> it's all it look, it's all up in the chair. Yeah. So I want to start with our guests. So what observations have you had about the shifting of your relationships with your babies? Um, I can definitely say that um it sounds trite and people have shared this idea before, but I'm definitely more so coaching them. Definitely more so, you know, mentoring. I'm definitely asking way more questions, talking to them about well, what does your intuition say? How do you feel about it? So I'm definitely trying to lean more into that because I de- I feel like that's, you know, that gradual release model, if you will. And so what I'm hearing you saying is that you're preparing them to be able to make decisions on their own. Preach. Mm-hmm. And so that's very difficult. But the truth of the matter is, you know, that's still my, my opinion is that's what's really going to set them up for success in life, whatever that looks like, whatever success looks like for them. So it's more inquiry-based, it's more questioning, it's more, mm. what are your thoughts? And after they come and they say they thought it through, then I say, okay, uh, whatever, you know, not whatever, <laughs> but it, you know, it's a little bit of, okay. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. your son, are you, are there still times where you have to be like, no, we're not doing that. This is what we're doing. Did you say that to me or to uh-huh. Dina? To oh, okay. So I have a real life like <laughs> thing that I haven't even talked to Dean about. So I've been trying to give my son a little rope. My son is um he's a Gemini, so he's can be very extroverted, very introverted. <laughs> so right now this week he's deciding to be very extroverted, Gemini, you know. So he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna go out and do this. So I've been having these conversations. Okay, well, DJ, I'm not gonna exactly give you a curfew. I just want you to make a good choice. If they're drinking, if they're smoking, you have money to get an Uber home. You know, we have we've been having these conversations for years about you know, if your friends are driving. So I did not give my sweet boy a time and my baby boy came home at, I won't even tell y'all what hour. (laughs) 
just guess what hour my did the sun beat him well damn it was four o'clock in the morning the sun he barely beat the sun okay (laughs) kenji do you know when i came home at four o'clock in the morning well, Actually, you was a grown woman with a child well, and a It was six o'clock in the morning when I came when home. It, How old were you? It was the the graduation party that we had, where we got to spend the night at the YMCA. <laughs> the bulldog so, bash. Yeah, <laughs> That's awful. when I came home at six o'clock because the YMCA put us out. Okay, <laughs> exactly. So it's awful. So this part is very uncomfortable. So I am a little sleep deprived, you know, but the point is I'm learning. And so today I told, you know, so I was up for it. I was like, yo, you know what? I gave you a rope. You hung yourself. So now we have to have right. regular curfew, like regular people. Right. And so, right. but it's okay. I have to keep learning. Right. And he has to keep learning what because did, the truth is, what's up? Did he, did you ask him what he was doing? Um. No, Dina knows. I don't ask a lot of questions. I mean, it's a, it. He was doing whatever he was doing. He was out to four o'clock in the morning, so he was so called at somebody's party, somebody's party. So the point is, what you don't do is that right there. So now we have to do, you know, more traditional base. You know, we have to have a curfew, and that's okay. Like I'm okay with it because I'm learning, he's learning, and so that's one way that my parenting, if you will, is continuing to evolve. But what I love about that is that he's experiencing a natural consequence to his decision. It's not something you had to figure out or manufacture, like literally, okay, you took it too far. So I'm about to reel it back in. Right. Yeah, and right. it's okay. And I'll give structure and boundaries when we need to. But you know, I thought we were a, I thought we were one place and I learned a lesson, you know, experiential right. and it's okay. Right. And it's all right. And that's, you know, that's how we we always talk about growth mindset and talking about being risk taking, but we have she's to such try an to educator. I can she is. She is. Well, you know, it's what you know. It's a hazard. <laughs> it helps sometimes. It hurts. Whatever. But um, yeah. So, but yes. But to your point, I have to shift a lot, and it's okay. I have to try different things, and I try different strategies. So it's constantly shifting, but it's okay. You know, we have a line of communication. We're fine. But you have not seen any shifts in the dynamic of your relationship with your son that wouldn't be Dino will tell you my son that we're Gemini's and Sag just get along very well <laughs> so we get along very well and so they're kind of personality twins like when I talk about me and Jaren being personality twins yeah. he's kind of her personality twin yeah. so mm-hmm. they do this but then they do this and oh gosh yeah we do this so hard like so <laughs> um so it kind of works we've always had a good line of communication I guess that's what I'm trying to say he's always felt like he could talk to me I've always felt like I could talk to him so the shift has been I've seen a shift but we've been able to work through it he's a communicator I guess that's where he's he's a communicator and so we've been able to work through it but uh you know it's difficult at times like you said like that that that, those shenanigans last night you know but but we're gonna be we're fine what about you Dina what we're starting with the babies for y'all what observations have you perceived or oh with the baby Mm -hmm. yeah um so my son is and it's funny how what I'm about to say like sometimes people would think that it's a good thing but it can be frustrating my son unlike 
Kenji's son, my son is an extreme rule follower. Like, he's kind of an extreme, like, sometimes it's like, he he will have moments where it's asked for forgiveness versus permission, but for the most part, like, he gonna, like, color in the lines. Um, but with, I, I think with him, because he is expressive, though, um, and we do, we do have like a lot of conversation and we'll kind of go at it and, you know, in ways that aren't, I don't want to say aren't good, but it's just our way of communicating. Um, but I've probably been more, especially with everything that's going on in the world, I've probably been more conscious of the need for him to be a man for him to be able to make good decisions and think for himself and so it's been I feel as if I've tried earlier and because of how he kind of is I've tried earlier to try to make that shift of well what do you think and so Mm -hmm. Kenji described it as being a coach but like she's always been the academic person you know I've always been the professional person so Mm -hmm. and you know I've said this before like you know I feel like when you're parenting younger kids you're coaching like you're telling them exactly like run from here to first base to second base to third you know you're telling them exactly what to do but when they get older like you're being more of a consultant and that's to the point of what she said like well what do you think well you know well how I don't know so what what's your feeling on this Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff when especially me, like, I know I have absolute definite feelings on almost every fucking thing you ask me. (laughs) Like, that's just who I am. I'm going to have an opinion. But being able to stop and say, I don't know, what's your thought? You know, and being conscious of trying to do that. Um, And then even them, like, kind of, or him specifically, feeling away sometimes when he asks your opinion, and then you give it to him, and then it ain't really what he wanted to hear. And it's like, well, shit. What am I supposed to do with that? (laughs) So it's just all of that that you don't get when they're younger. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I'm not (laughs) a fan. Zero stars. It is not. (laughs) That's really interesting because it still sounds like while your kids are still in high school, there hasn't been a whole lot of transition in the relationships per yeah, se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not I as think much. I would agree with you I'd on agree that, with that topic. Yeah. Well, there, yes, the, being that the that the son is still here in the home, like you say, we are still kind of maintaining in general status quo. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. certain expectations that just won't like these aren't negotiable. So yeah, so I think they know that. When they get out of the house, then girl, what happens, girl? Chaos and disorder. <laughs> Chaos and fucking disorder. And I'm just here to tell y'all, once they graduate from college, it's a whole lot more chaos and disorder. What? It don't get better? But I'm like, yeah, share. I'm like, I'm, just, I'm curious. Honestly, I think it really, there's just so many different things that could happen. You know, once they finish school. Hmm. Because... Um, colleges especially if they go first off do they if they go to college and even if they go to like the military they're getting an exposure to all these different people Mm. 
and things that, and this first little taste of freedom that they never had before. Mm-hmm. I don't in know adulting. about, uh-huh. I don't know about y'all, but I remember the end of, you know, I don't know, maybe it was about a, a month or two into my being at college. I distinctly remember first of all, encountering all these different people. I thought my life was so hard, right? Growing up, encountering all these people who had so much more difficult situations than I did. Mm. So that was the first observation I remember having as a college student. And then I remember thinking, I felt so much more mature than I did six months prior. Because mm-hmm. it's the stuff that bothered you in high school. It just... It mm-hmm. seems so petty and silly now. Like I'm grown, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that shift that happens just in that first year out of, out of high school, right? But then when they leave these expensive-ass institutions of higher learning, mm. what happens next? See, I know Dina, yours has been doing internships in the summer. Mm-hmm. and will likely have a position at a pretty good job once she graduates. Mm-hmm. What's yours doing? They're very similar same. in that same way. Yeah, she's, yeah, basically to your point, she's done internships and she literally, I didn't tell you, Dean, but she got an offer from Deloitte that she of can take she did. upon of in August, like by December. And it's a really nice pay. It's like beyond, we can't even imagine the offer that this child has gotten and we're like you know mid mid 45 ish and this child her offer is ridiculous you gotta text me <laughs> yeah I will. I <laughs> but the point is to your point yes april you're right so and so yeah, is she but, is she gonna be in where is she gonna be living well she doesn't know you know she's um she's an economics major she would like to consider that but she's looking at some other professional interests too so she just has, you know, one more year left and she'll make some decisions, I guess, in January, February about if she'll go into the workforce, or if she'll go to graduate school or what will be next steps for her. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And so that was what I encouraged for my child as well. <laughs> yes. He, he did have this cute little girl who he was friends with. This is why I call myself Adele Wayne. I was just about to say that she had pretty teeth. She did. <laughs> She Kenji so, don't like Kenji don't watch enough TV to get that reference. Kenji, you didn't watch a different world, girl. No, okay, yes. No, I I, I don't watch television. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, don't judge me. I don't watch TV. But yeah. even when you were in high school, you didn't watch. No, TV? especially then. I'm like I was doing sports and work. I don't even know how y'all had time to watch. Anyways, TV. But no, I don't. So please don't judge me. Last, I, this happens to me in social settings a lot. <laughs> I get ignored. Is her Achilles heel? <laughs> I can't. You know what? You can relate to Rachel Lindsay. Yes. She yes. don't even know who that is. She don't even know who that is. Mm-mm. I read books. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I don't look at no TV. But aren't y'all academics? Why don't y'all talk about books? I'm sorry. So anyway. okay. okay. So back to you and Kurt. Yes. Your son. So listen. So the uh-huh. reference to Adele Wayne is that she wanted her son to marry the pre-med scholar. He, she wanted them to be together. Who was pretty and had pretty teeth. 
Oh, pretty okay. chocolate girl, pretty teeth. And, and okay. my son had a friend who I don't know what she was in, but she had these big old internships every summer. And I was like, oh, who was that girl? She's so cute. Go talk to her. He's like, mom, that's my sister. I'm like, that's what y'all saying. Like, yeah. I didn't birth her, so she's not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but um, my son follows. Um, he's very much like me in that, you know, he's always consistently trying to figure it out. So he finished in the spirit of finishing, but he's still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And, and that's fine. Um, he's just figuring it out in the next room. Put it back. Oh, oh yes. okay. So he's been in your home before <laughs> you? Okay. No, just since, just since he graduated. When did I he guess graduate? that was, okay, technically it was Technically, it was supposed to, the, it was December 2019, 2019 okay. um, but they didn't have a, they don't have, the, his school did not have a winter graduation, okay. which means he had to graduate in May 2020. And how many oh. graduations did you know of that happened then? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. difficult. Mm-hmm. I was robbed. Mm-hmm. I was robbed. Yeah. My moment. Yeah. Anyway. But, um. There is a distinct difference between him in 2019 and him now. Okay. In in, in our relationship as well. How so? He's fiercely independent. Mm, mm -hmm. To a fault. Mm. So that he won't even entertain any guidance or assistance Mm. or suggestions so there is a wealth of information and opportunity in me and me and my everybody loves him so everybody wants to do for him and help him because he's just a cool kid he's a cool guy he's one Mm. of those that people are naturally drawn to you know but he's not a peep he doesn't like people like that damn Sagittarius thing. Mm -hmm. You know, people like that. So, you know, he's polite, but he don't like to fool with people. So, um, you know, he wants to figure it out on his own. So I let him figure it out on his own. Mm -hmm. I just wish we talked more. Mm -hmm. Well, but I think I'm going through something similar maybe not to maybe it's not to that degree I don't know but yeah it used to be that we talked a lot me and my daughter talked a lot like almost about like everything and it's just been like this this wall almost thankfully she and I so glad to hear you say that yeah thankfully she and I very recently talked about it because I was like just what's up you know um and I don't know about your son but like my kids are both we've talked about this before my kids are both into very into therapy and going to therapy and they talk about their therapists and stuff they so so that was something that she shared with me which was awesome awesome I'm glad that she shared it but she was saying that her therapist has they've talked about um transitioning into from childhood to adulthood and the necessity for you to kind of establish your own stuff like 
be able to fully establish your your self independent of your parents and then so you might need to kind of create some distance while you do that and then y'all pick up and do your relationship how it's gonna be going forward so she but did the therapist mean that literally though right right I'm like did they mean like this like it gotta it gotta (laughs) do and feel like I don't like it it's trash mm-hmm. but but yeah go ahead but it is necessary for development so in my opinion so I do think this that that children I do think it's a good thing it does hurt and it is uncomfortable but I do think that they do need that space to individuate I don't even know if that's a word I know you got the um you know the licensed therapy I know but they do they need to develop their own identity I see in my own life like I told Dina um how if they don't develop that um it can be crippling this whole family enmeshment crap is real it's real my ex-husband was enmeshed I have a lot of these people pleasing codependent ways and it has a lot to do with the fact that I had difficulty for a lot of years in my life kind of being different from you know um, pursuing my own goals doing Not things that I think my family would you say exactly so I think it's so beautiful and I know it is difficult but I think it's a good thing I mean mm-hmm. and I because I feel like if you don't do it in your early 20s you're gonna Continue to kind of live out with your parents, their path for you and with your family, your culture and those expectations. So I do think it's right time for them to do it. It's low stakes. They ain't got no jobs. They ain't got no real bills. No so real responsibilities. Sure you are. Yeah. Y'all's That's true. don't. Y'all's don't. Oh, yours. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have any kids. He doesn't have a wife. He Hallelujah. doesn't have. He does, you know. He, he has like a car. Thank you. So and he doesn't have loan like, and student loan. Well, okay, student we loan all got it, but I mean, everybody who who don't. So yes. Jalen's don't. I don't. Me and Sam I mean, don't. I know. Yes, I know. You know <laughs> right. I'm saying most that, people. Like, most yeah, most people, people do. People most college States educated do. folks. Unfortunately, yes. Most, most black. Most black college educated yes. folks do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's for all intents and purposes. I. It's like low stakes. Yeah. So for me, I feel like it's a. It's a good time to start figuring out who you are, how you see yourself, and uh, what are your true values, right? Mm -hmm. Because zero to 18, you don't, you know, you don't get that option to do that. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, so it is difficult for us. Yeah, but I think it's so necessary. So what about you and and your relationship with your eldest, Kenji? Oh, my daughter is a very, uh, I like to say she's different from me. Probably outsiders would say we're more similar than I like to think. What do you mm-hmm. think, Dana? We're probably, are we? Y'all are more similar than you think, but I can, y'all are, y'all are different, but y'all are more similar than you think. Oh, okay. I like to think that my daughter, she's a Virgo. I like to think that she's a introvert of sorts. Yes, and that is true. And she's very task oriented. She's extremely goal-oriented, and she just don't play games. Like, that's not her and Jalen. Very tunnel like, vision. a goal, yeah. and it's on. And it's kind of scary, because I'm like, hey, baby, where's about? Have you slept? Have you eaten? Like, none of that. That, that Those things don't, those things don't Steam factor. Steamrollers. 
steamrollers. Yeah, they don't they don't process like and sometimes relational stuff. I'd be like, ooh, Hannah, could you approach that a little differently? She don't play. She like I said what I said. And I'm like, ooh, but, you know, mm-hmm. okay. So how have we shifted? Um very similarly, I think she teaches me a lot. Um she um she I will say in her in the way that she deals with things she's very direct my daughter will tell me (laughs) this is what I'm going to do and then I'll say well Hannah do you really think you want to do that (laughs) and she'll say yeah that's what I want to do and I said okay and then I will the truth is I go and complain to Dina (laughs) she want to can you believe she want to do this and then um slowly she will she'll pursue her goals and she's doing a great job with the things that she wants to do so it is difficult for me to sit back sometimes but it does end up being beautiful and if it's not beautiful it's a learning experience and we kind of process it so after that. can I ask yeah I'm I'm confused because you said that she's very focused and task oriented so what has been your opposition with her decisions? Living. <laughs> wait, 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 okay, wait, so for example, what? so this is no. what my baby girl does. So I don't know, Dina, you know about Greek life. And so I don't want to overshare about Greek life stuff. But my daughter, um, she's a first generation um, Greek person, right? <laughs> so she's not. this is all new to me. Oh, I guess my brother is. I mean, her father I is. Her dad is. And my brother. Oh, okay. It's new to you. you. <laughs> it's new to me. So it was all new to me. So she came to me and was like, yo, Ma, I want to do this. And I was like, mm, why? You know, I mean, and you went to Dina, like, can you believe she wants to do this? Well, kind of, sort of like, okay, this, no, no, no. This isn't it the way. choice, but. Oh, I mean, no, no. No, I'm joking. I'm Wait joking. a minute. What was no, no, no. So this wasn't it, though. This wasn't the the thing so it was like oh okay cool you want to do that but as Dina knows the most recent thing that she called me about regarding being in a social organization which is awesome a service organization I think is great I love black women I'm all for all of it Mm -hmm. however my daughter said ma by the way I'm going to my senior year she is you know really rigorous course so she said by the way I'm going to run for president of Spellman's chapter of Delta. And I said, whoo, I said, so you really don't want to sleep. You really want no rest, no peace in your life. Like, <laughs> I said, so you really going to choose all these beautiful, you know, ambitious women in this organization? And I said, do you really want to do this? And she said, yeah, I do. And Dina knows, I sent her my daughter. Um, I said, there's some pros and cons. I said, you really need to think about, like, if you're going to have a social life, you know, what is the quality of your life going to be like? And uh, she sent me her speech. She said she was inspired. She got in the middle of the night. The speech was killer. She gave the speech. They voted for her and she's doing it. And literally wow. right now, she's in like Florida right now, living I her saw best that. life at the she's Delta. A delicate. Thing. Yeah. So, but I guess my point is in terms of being mommy, if I had my way, you know, I basically was like, yo, girl, who want to do that? Because um, because it requires a lot of time and energy. And, and My only those question are would be, women. and I would ask Dina, has she been in the organization long enough to, to be president? Clearly she has because they voted for her. But Well, because she's yeah. a rising, it's more so with them, with undergrads, it's about your year. So she's a rising senior. Mm-hmm. And you that's the requirement. That's all that matters. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how long you've been in the. Right, right. 
yeah, it's just your, your year. Okay. So I say all that to say that I do try to be, as Dina said, more consultative and kind of try to say, what do you think this year is going to look like? How's it going to feel? Are you, mm-hmm. you know, I try to get her. And then when she says, yo, mom, this is what I'm going to do. Then I have to uh, try to be supportive. And I definitely use my supports, you know, my girlfriends and stuff. And I definitely mm-hmm. say, hey, y'all, this sounds kind of crazy to me. What do y'all think? <laughs> and then I go and I try to you know, try to support her, but, um, you have a rock star though. It sounds like well, thank does. you. she is, she is quite amazing. However, as the mommy, I see her, she's ragged. She's tired. Her, mm-hmm. her, like, like she's like, when I tell you my baby, she just, you know, but I get it. She's 20. So what, how is she supposed to live a balanced life? Right. Well, and being I, your daughter's in therapy is yours. Can she? Mine does do. She's taking a break right now, but she had a really fantastic woman she loved throughout okay. the school year. Yeah, okay. because yeah, yeah, they need it. <laughs> I mean, we all need it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she running herself ragged though. Well, what that's she, the thing, right? And what does she do for self care? It's a joke. I told her. I said, when you get back, just know, you know, she know we're gonna. It's be an intervention. She gonna have to sit over here on the yoga mat. She gonna have to smell them incense. I, I just, I can't play these games with her because you know we know how the consequences. Right? We're forty five, so we understand mm-hmm. what stress does to your body. She's twenty, so she doesn't get what accumulated stress is gonna do to her. And I'm like, baby, you gotta get these practices started now. Especially if she's going to start a big-time job at a major company. Yes. Months after graduation. Exactly. So, yeah. So, to your point, I try to be supportive. She does have all these ambitious goals and dreams, and I love them, and I'm not trying to poo-poo on them at all. I just want her to live a full life Mm -hmm. and, like, be well. Right. Right. So, how do you... How do you all deal with um the choices your daughters made as far as where they were going to go for um secondary education what do you mean was it something that was was it a difficult process was it something that you were able to completely support did you have to have did you feel like you had a lot of input it sounds oh, like your daughters true. were able to were pretty independent enough to do most of that stuff on their own that's an interesting question I never thought about that yeah no because I'm I I firmly believe and I'm kind of approaching it the same way with Jaren like our only thing was we only need to, we only have a say when it comes down to the cost, like when they get down to the, you know, that part, then that's when I'll chime in. But otherwise, you know, this is where you're going to be living for four years. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you go and make that choice. I'll ask you questions along the way and, you know, we'll visit, we'll whatever, you know, but that's, that's completely your choice so my crazy child had her own I don't know what the hell got in her head but she had her own thing that she wanted to do and it was like shit okay well let's let's go (laughs) you know yeah but that but um I guess to your point like I didn't feel like it wasn't that I felt at that time I didn't feel shut out of the decision it was in my mind, it wasn't my decision to make okay. until it came down to the money portion. So my goal 
in role was just to kind of guide the conversation but I was like, this this is where you gotta you gotta so, like did it. You, you knew what her top choice was. Yeah. From yeah. the beginning. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a question mark in your mind about financing it at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, but as Dina knows once we were talking about it, I'd be like, girl, Jayla's gonna get a full ride anywhere that child is about to go. <laughs> That's what you I, said. We had some very hard to heart, you know, back and forth. I was like, yo, come on. I mean, just her on paper, she's beautiful. In mm-hmm. real life, she's beautiful. Like she's just lovely. What institution of higher education? She don't care about nobody being cute. No, I'm just talking about beautiful as a like tight work, like yeah, yeah, yeah. on paper, just coming out her senior year, like yeah. just on yeah. paper. What admissions committee would be like, no, she's on the fence. No, they're going to give this girl money. Like, she's just, she had done, she had checked off all the boxes. But where she ended up going, they don't do merit scholarships. So thankfully, I knew what I knew going into that. To to your point, April, like, I kind of knew, like, yeah, I know how much this would cost, but I know that we have a better chance since at that time I wasn't working and all of that stuff. Hey, y'all, people that's listening, um, Ivies don't give merit scholarships, but they do need-based. So it ain't a no until it's a no. <laughs> so have your children go for it because you never know until you no, put in that paperwork. And especially yeah. because that was right when we started recording. We started recording, I think, uh, her during her senior year of high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, you you weren't working. You mm-hmm, was, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dealing with your health stuff at that time. And so... Um, that worked out in your favor family or one working parent Mm -hmm. exactly yeah ivies don't do merit-based scholarships which makes sense right but um so yeah but in hannah you know she she racked up at spelman so yeah hannah is um like i said she's very goal-oriented so she got lots of scholarships so we imposed zero pocket for her housing for her academics so of course so she he got those so, through Spelman and she went and found scholarships. She has some outside scholarships mm-hmm. as well as some Spelman ones. She was um, she's an honor student and lived in the honors dorm. So she has some in-house as well as some external ones that she pursued on her own. So and but um, her goal was that school too. So she yes, did exactly. what she so needed April, to do. To your point, yeah. So Hannah kind of entertained us. Um, she and her father, we we um <laughs> We we kind of knew we wanted her to go to an HBCU because um she had gone to predominantly white schools her entire high school and element her whole career. And um it was just really important for her to be in a black environment for us. And what area of the country are you in? I live in the mid-Atlantic. So I live in Maryland. And um so the schools that were kind of the ones that she, you know, that we were considering were Howard, Hampton, and Spellman. And she's like of, a she's a legacy Spellhouse, yeah, product. Too. Not Kenji, not Kenji, no, but not her me. her dad and his siblings. Yes, they oh, okay. went to Morehouse Spellman. So the, Spellman was always, you know, on the radar. She's been going there since we were, you know, since she was young. We've been going, and so, so for her. She had a very clear sense of where she wanted to be. Spelman was definitely her number one school. And she would have considered going to Howard, um, but definitely Spelman was where she wanted to be. So she, for her, it was a, it's a home for her. She, she loves it. Yeah. 
did you weren't y'all trying to get um Jalen to go to Spelman too or was that not in the conversation no it was it was one of her her it was a choice it was an option but she didn't she didn't didn't love it it. she didn't love it yeah yeah she found she found where she loved so she ended up having like four choices but that was the one she loved so and then for your boys well our boys are (laughs) flip-flopped really Mm -hmm. your boy doesn't want to go to Morehouse anymore oh well I wasn't even saying that He's not as keen on it as he used to be, but he definitely wants to go to an HBCU, whereas her son is like, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, my son, so my process with my son is, um, it's very different. He's a different learner, different person. So uh, I would like for him to attend, he, yeah, his father as well. So I would like for him to attend HBCU and his dad wants him to attend one as well however he has um he's a competitive track um athlete my son is so he would like to consider going to a predominantly white institution um where he can run competitively and he feels like they'll have better facilities better oh, because he's an athlete in general yeah, he's an athlete, and that is his passion. Like, always has been since the child could come out the womb. Like, so interesting. What events does he um, run? He's a 400 superstar. Don't ask me his times. He's probably at, ooh, don't get me the line. What he's else? 50. The- he does, okay, so mainly he's a 400 superstar. He does a great job with 200 as well. So he's so mostly he's a sprinter. Well, not exactly like mm-hmm. hundreds, because you know people run hundreds. They're short, stocky, strong. So he's a smaller guy. So he's more your four hundred, more like he can, you know, do that one lap around and like, you know, under a minute he kills that. He's more mid range, is what they would call him. So he's not quite long distance. He's not quite short distance. No, I, the <laughs> reason I'm I'm interested is because. Sharon was it's who got me started thinking about this conversation and her son is a track athlete also oh, what does he do what's his specialty 800 so yeah so he's a little longer than what dj does. is he a slim guy he can do all oh, very slim he can do yeah. the, he does the 400 oh, he actually does a four by four he does i don't think he does the 400 individually but okay. four by four and 800 um are his 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 best time is in the 400 um he's number two i think in the state for i love it i love 800 it. yeah he's got a, he's what? wanting to raise up his uh, increase his time or yes shave that's, off some time whatever yes, that's is. that's that's their life exactly so my son i don't know he's probably in the top 20 in the state of maryland as well so he's really you know he has a gift mm-hmm. and so he wants to continue to run i think running would be great for him in college i think running offers him balance in his life and gives him an opportunity to be successful. So uh, I have had to, uh, I'm shifting. Um, I'm open to these PWIs um, that he's interested in. So So is he pressed about it being a D1 school? That's certainly what he would like. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he would like to be heavily courted. And as Dina knows, we've been talking about it. It's a very different process with my son. (laughs) It's like, DJ, when we taking the SAT, DJ, when we doing this, when we doing that. So he is the type that, um, again, with parenting and shifting, I'm learning that he knows expectations. We talk about it. And then he wants me to give him some space so he can actually do it on his own. 
So he'll come to me and be like, Ma, you know what? I signed up for this or I'm doing this program, doing that program. So he likes to do it in his own time and space. And I've had to, I'm learning how to so, give him know, a little bit more space. Isaac was, went to school and ran track. Oh, what did he do? What were his events? He was a jumper. Okay. I think he ran some too, but he was mostly a jumper, triple and long. Um, and he went to JCSU. Okay. In Charlotte. Okay. Which is private. So it's not Hi. super expensive, but it's more expensive than a state school, obviously. Okay. Um, but it's an HBCU. Oh, okay. In a decent sized city. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And he loved he loved the experience. Okay, that's good to hear. I'm excited. Okay, so it worked out well. So you felt like him being an athlete in a HBCU, that all worked for him very well. Gave yeah, I mean, now, granted, he didn't get a lot of money. Okay. Um, and I don't know how much work he put into signing funding. I got you. But, you know, they, and he walked on the team, like we went to visit there and he met with the coach. That was his first interaction with the coach. Um, and he walked on. And so he wasn't courted and asked to come, but he was oh. an integral part of the team. And, you know, oh, nice. he had, he enjoyed his experience. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that. And so I think similar- and they have a top tier track team. Now, it's not the same coach, Johnson C. Smith. It's not the same coach. Because um, his coach left, I think, his senior year okay, and went to a D1 school. But when he, when Isaac went there, it was a, um, they had previously, in the previous year, they were number two in the nation. And in, in, I guess in their conference or whatever, it was a number two school for track. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I feel good about DJ's prospects. Like, I feel like he'll be able to find a good fit for himself where he can run and he can study. And um, so I feel good about it. And I'm learning that, you know, his path is just his path. It'll be okay. Like, it'll be fine. If he goes to PW and he hates it, he can always transfer. It's not the end of the world. It's okay. <laughs> and if he decides, yo, mom, because we did take him on a trip down to um, FAMU recently. Um over spring break and he did a formal college tour and he was kind of like uh, you know <laughs> Samuel is such I, a great school I loved it too of course right so oh you like, went to fam you yeah I finished at fam so I did okay. my junior senior year there so um but the truth of the matter is you know he thinks right now where did he just come from Dana somewhere out west where did my son go Oregon Oregon thank you so Oregon as you know is like top-notch track right this track is life that's all those people do so he went out there he was like yo mom it was cold but it was okay so I feel like if DJ wants to go out into the west coast I'm saying this right now if he wants to go to Colorado he thinks he wants to go out there you know and run his life away at these white schools that's fine if that's what you think and it's okay and if you need to come back home we're gonna take it's not right Huh? exactly sure mm-hmm. it, it ain't nothing but so but I do want to give him an opportunity to be who he is you know because like I said I went to HBCU finished up and his dad went finished up in HBCU so I don't want again going back to that family enmeshment crap I don't want DJ ever feel like yo uh, I gotta go I wish, yeah I wish I would have you know experimented at least tried a white school try a white school knock yourself out mm-hmm. you know that's fine so y'all are obviously not these parents who say you only pay tuition if your child goes to X school. No, 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 no. That's a weird. That's for me. 
I, I, I don't want to put no judgment on it, but that's a weird <laughs> statement well, like, for me. Dina and I had a whole um, episode about this HBCU diehard. Oh, yeah. Um, fandom. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, it, it's a real thing. Like, it's a real heart, thing. Yeah. But it's weird. Where people feel very adamant about if you can go to, you, if you, you, you can go anywhere, so you need to go to an HBCU. And, you know, if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And if it doesn't, that's fine, too. You can find somewhere that works. But, but yeah. the notion of denying, refusing your child's tuition, mm-hmm. you can afford to pay it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of the choice, of, the school mm-hmm. choice that they're making. Is... So maybe we're not doing so bad with this transitional thing. Maybe not. <laughs> I think we were on a better path than we thought. Well, then I thought, because I'm the one struggling with it, but. Well, no, I mean, it was difficult helping my child figure out what to do when he transitioned from high school to college. It was really difficult Mm -hmm. um, because he's so laid back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he he just sits back and watches and as things come by, he's like, oh, let me catch that bus right there. Well, and I will say one thing that I'm experiencing right now, I hadn't had a chance to download all of this yet, and he's only been there for a couple of days, but so we know that I've been talking about how my son is just like HBCU, 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 Um, but now he's in this program um, at Wharton, not because he's had any desire to go to Wharton, like he, you know. It's just they had this specific program that he's interested in. And he's like, he likes the classes, like he likes the the stuff that he's being exposed to. But this dude is literally at Wharton and he's like, it ain't no black people. So I don't like, yeah, it's cool to be in class. But when I'm out of class, I don't like it because it ain't no black people. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like this is like, you know, the premier quote unquote place to be with what he wants to study. Mm-hmm. Like they literally have the the program that he wants to study. And at this point, he's kind of positioned himself where he could conceivably get accepted to it. I mean, there's like a chance he could get accepted to the school. But he's like, I don't know that this is where I want to be because it ain't it ain't no black people for me. Like I want to feel like I have family around me. And I don't. That's a testament to how you've raised him. That's a testament to him being Huey, but anyway. <laughs> yes, but let's not act like it's like you have not raised that baby to be aware of, of his culture and his community and considerate and thoughtful. And yes, he, him, he has definitely done it on his own. Him and his sister grew up in the same house. <laughs> they grew up like, in the I same house. The same thing. She <laughs> considered Spellman. She, I mean, she considered it. Any, did she have any other HBCUs on her list? Mm-mm, that was it. I mean, yeah, it was only like four schools anyway, but yeah, no. But yeah, but like you say, they're completely different humans, though. Like, April, you they met are. I mean, I, I, have, I have shaken hands and said hello. <laughs> that is the extent. Yeah. Um, but so. but my, my um, understanding of who they are comes pretty much through their mother's mm, yeah. lens. Gaze, but, yeah. Um, I mean, they're both aware, but he has a, he's, he has a, a heightened awareness of it all. 
<laughs> so. I love it. And it goes back to like knowing yourself. And the more, like you said, and more I just love the you. fact that Jaron is there and he's getting this opportunity because right now, zero through 17, he's mainly like, it's his parents' values. You know, you guys make him go to church. Like he goes to school and whatever right. town school he goes to, like your values are imposed upon him. Right. But when they're outside and they actually get to be like, yo, do I really like this? Oh, maybe I like this. Maybe exactly. I don't like this. That's exactly. where the real learning takes place. Like that's the good stuff. Don't get me wrong. We've done a great job. We've created these cultures in our homes, you know, where our children might say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, or whatever these, these cultural things we've done in our homes. It's cool. It's great. But I do think it's really wonderful, too, when they step outside of your home for real, for real. And then they get to kind of decide and have some experience. Right. And then, like you say, Jaren's like, yo, I like brown people. Like, for real, for real. You know? <laughs> they're kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, they're kind of cool. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So I, think I don't feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and on the other hand, you know, with our, you know, with our daughters and different people, just like, yo, I don't need all that. Well, not so much I don't need all that for my identity and my sense of self, but they get their their buckets are filled in different ways. And I can't create a family. I don't right. need to exactly. be surrounded by, yeah. By brown people all the time. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm mm-hmm. good. Like, yeah, I'm going to create this. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful too, right? Yeah. I, and I think that ultimately what it comes down to um, is a, you know, recognizing that they're all different people. We're going to interact with them in different ways. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make, you know, different choices. And, and we as parents, if we're good parents, will adjust with each child as necessary. Right. The other thing I think is important to remember is just like with any relationship, it's important to check in and um, make sure you know who people are. Yeah. And um, treat them accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. I still trash. Go ahead. Stop it. Stop it. It's not, Denisa. So, um, in April, I. Become a government. <laughs> I don't think Stop. I've ever done that on this pod. Right. Stop it. It's not. It's fine. It's beautiful. It's uncomfortable right now, but in five to 10 years, you're going to be so grateful. You're going to be like, I'm so happy we went through this difficult time. You'll be happy later on. I hope so. Yeah, well, that's what I wanted to encourage you to to tell you. You know how you like my son; he's gonna figure it out. And but I've heard some of your story. You figured it out too. You took a non traditional path as well. Yeah. So the truth is, like our children are over the river and through the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I know, but he's gonna figure it out. He's gonna be all right. He's gonna be complete, more than okay. Okay. Right. So that's what I was thinking when you said, "Oh, my son, he's just." so independent I don't want to take nobody advice but I think you shared parts of your story that were kind of simple you had spaces in your life where you know very similar so it's gonna be okay he's gonna be okay he he will he Mm -hmm. will I hope that we will exactly exactly Mm -hmm. that's the hope Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, Miss Kanji, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank us. you, ladies. I have enjoyed. I enjoyed myself. Thank you, ladies, for having me. It's always fun. Yes. All right. So, y'all, as per usual, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Share your favorite episode. Make sure that you like or upvote and give us a. Uh, holla you know on whatever mm. platform on which you listen i know that was that was a little interesting mm. <laughs> and in the answer we're gonna tell y'all to persevere go and be great <laughs>